0: This show is presented in part by Dodge. Domestic, not domesticated. Auto News. Exclusive interviews. Real-world test drives. It's your turn to step into the driver's seat. This is The Drive. Now, here's automotive expert, television and radio host, Alan Taylor. Well, here
1: we are, and uh, cars we will talk about. That's for doggone sure. Cars, trucks, SUVs, electric cars, diesel cars, hydrogen cars, cars, trucks, whatever it is, the automotive industry covered right here on the show. But also, on top of all that stuff, cars that are going to be auctioned off that everybody wants. Carl Brower joining us from iccars.com. He's an executive analyst. He's also... He's a juror and board member of the North American Car and Truck of the Year. I think he's also doing something. Are you doing something with the world car thing? Was that you? I am world car juror as well. Oh, my gosh. What else can you do, Carl? Works with Forbes, all these. Anyway, carls he's a big guy in the industry, all right? But he's my buddy. So I know, I know. What is it? What do they say? Low guys in high places. That's what it is. (laughs) That's what it is.
2: Um, That's better. I was afraid you were going to say dumb guys in smart places. Yeah.
1: But we do talk about a little bit of everything. And every now and then, auctions come along that we want to talk about. And one today, one of the cars that are so hard to find, and you actually own one. We've talked about it before. Carl is the... One of the very few people that I know that actually owns a Ford GT, the new one, the new style. Yours is a what, a 2019 Carbon Series, and uh, you and I have talked about it over the last couple of years on the show. This is a pretty special car, would you not agree?
2: Yeah, they only made about 250 a year for seven years. Total going to be right at 1,300, 1,350, and that includes some like non street legal versions. They're making the Mark IVs and all right and uh yeah i am fortunate enough to have gotten one
1: so he's had it since 2019 right been driving it and all of a sudden what happened was he was lying in bed one night and he he i is it okay if i tell the world carl i I shouldn't actually should i go into detail (laughs) about it I'm making this all I think I think what's going on in my bed is always always good news for (laughs) everyone. Okay, that's funny right there. No, (laughs) Carl's decided to sell his GT, which is amazing to me. And it's going up for bid. It's like live right now on carsandbids.com. Carl, what has happened to you? Literally, what is going on? I'll tell you, this was not
2: easy, Alan. I've had a Ford GT in my possession since August 23rd, 2005. Not that it's burned in my brain or anything. Right. But that's when I got my 2005 Ford GT from Santa Monica Ford and had so much fun in that car, 31,000 miles over 13 years. And then I sold it to a gentleman named Doug DeMuro. Some people in your audience might have even heard of him. right? So he picked it up for me in September of, 2018 to help me bolster my finances to buy the new one that I got in January of 19.
1: Now, first of all, tell the world who Doug is, just so that we have an understanding.
2: Sure. Doug is probably the single most automotive YouTuber in the world. He's got four and a half million, I'm going to say, subscribers. He has been building a fan base for over 10 years. And then about three years ago, he started Cars and Bids which is essentially a complete rival to Bring a Trailer. It's another online bidding right. site for specialized cards. And he just got a $37 million investment infusion from an investment group You're in January. you I didn't know this. Site. Wow. Yes. Holy yeah. mackerel. So he's, he's the man. You know, I, I tell people already, I say, look, he's going to be this next generation's Jay Leno. Or, uh, Alan Taylor, or Alan Taylor. Or Alan Taylor. Yeah. 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 He's. Or Alan Taylor, right? Oh, he might not get that big. I mean, let's be honest. But, At least not um, his waist. <laughs> he's, he's huge in the car world. Yeah. And now he's got his own Cars and Bids website that's doing extremely well. And it keeps going up and up in traffic and up and up in the kind of cars he's selling. And. I decided to advertise my 2019 Ford GT Carbon series on his website. And oh my the options gosh. It's going on right now.
1: It's going on right now. All right, let's take a break here. We'll come back and tell you a little bit more about this car. Um, if you want, if you know anybody that wants a Ford GT 2019 Ford GT Carbon series, Carl Browers is going up for sale right now on carsandbids.com. We'll tell you more about the car. If you know somebody, make a phone call, send a text. This is a one-time, op- one-time opportunity. Uh, otherwise, it, you, you know, Barrett Jackson or something like that. But no, this is kind of a different story. We'll be right back. It is The Drive. Oh, yeah.
0: Stay tuned. There's more of The Drive with Alan Taylor on the road ahead.
3: Tension business owners, 3,076 businesses are shutting their doors. Every single day. There are three things holding you back from doubling your sales in the next 12 months. They are number one, the great resignation. 47 million Americans voluntarily left their job last year. Your staff are harder to find than ever before. Number two, the clutter factor. 3.8 billion social media pages are competing for the attention of your prospects. No wonder they aren't listening to your marketing efforts. Number three, the death of the salesman. 97% of your prospects feel salespeople are too pushy today. Hello, I'm Amanda Holmes. I've just released an updated version of my father's cult classic book, The Ultimate Sales Machine. If you'd like to double your sales in the next 12 months, download a free chapter of the book at ultimatesalesmachine.com forward slash book. Our clients call it the chapter that changes lives. It's worked for a quarter million businesses worldwide. It'll work for you. Get your proven roadmap to doubling sales at ultimatesalesmachine.com forward slash book.
1: Oh, yeah, it's time to wang chung tonight, everybody. Or I could say have fun tonight. Uh, Carl Brower joining us. He is with uh, iccars.com. We are going to talk about a uh, la- the latest study they've done showing new cars are still, on average, priced up. Well, what's the percentage? Um, Carl's got that study for us after this. But he's selling his Ford GT 2019 GT. How many miles on the car? Just curious, Carl.
2: So Doug shot a specific video to go along with Ah. the uh, auction on his site, and it turned over 10,000 miles while he was driving it a couple
1: days ago. Oh, Oh, that's perfect. So you know this is so funny, and and congratulations to Doug. I don't know the guy. I think I've met him once or twice. It's but you know I've watched him, and he's like the regular guy. He's kind of like. I'm going to say he's kind of like you and I, even more regular. I mean, maybe it's what he eats. I don't know whether he has a lot of bran or something, but he, I understand that, oh, that's a different kind of regular. But anyway, the point that I'm making is he's just a regular nice guy. And uh, God bless him, man. That is so cool. I, I want to get more information on that off air about his uh, infusion of cash from somebody. Carsandbids.com is where you can go and see Carl Brower's car. Tell us a little bit more about this car and and why we're talking about it on the radio. Not just because it's yours. You're my friend. Of course, I want to tell the world. But this is really a special car. Go for it.
2: Yeah, they made a very small number of these. They're very specialized, 100% carbon fiber, body, an extremely unique suspension system. People are used to having different settings in a suspension for a supercar. This doesn't have different settings in a suspension. It's got two different suspensions. It's got a set of springs for street driving and another set of springs that it uses. And there's a hydraulic System that rotates like the body supports onto a different set of springs lowers the car two inches for track duty and has a whole different tuning of the suspension. It's really advanced. So a lot of you know high tech stuff in this car, far more advanced than the O five O six four GT like I had before. Right, and really capable on the track, super capable. And of course, it did win its class at Le Mans in uh, France, twenty four hour Le Mans. On the day, 50 years to the day, when Ford had its 123 finish in 1966, they did right. it again on the same June 20th, 2016. They did it exactly 50 years later, and I was there. So a very special car, very difficult to let go. I'd be, well, why are you getting rid of it? You know, look, I've put 10,000 miles on this car, and I had a friend who explained it to me even better than I could verbalize it myself. He's look, Carl, you've done everything. You've gone to dozens and dozens and dozens of cars and coffees. You've taken it on road rallies and driven it across state lines for a week. You've taken it to the track multiple times. You've had, you know, high-end models that have done shoots next to the car. Everything that someone who wants to get an exotic car dreams of doing, you did. You've already done it. Now, that doesn't mean you have to stop. You can do it again and again and keep doing it. But you're going to be doing the same thing you've already done, and you're just going to be adding miles to the car and, you know, over time potentially lowering its value as you keep driving and stuff like that. Let someone else have fun with the car. Let someone else do all those things that you have already done. I got to tell you,
1: what's funny is I got chewed out by Dodge when I sold my, I didn't get chewed out. I say that, you know, they they were like, Hey, you're selling the car. When I sold my Viper, it's like, I've had it three and a half years. What do you want me to do? I'm not married to the car. It's time for something new, you know? Right. And this is what happens. It's like, of course, I would love to keep the cars of my dreams, but I'm not a rich guy. The fact that I even had that car to me was a miracle. Thank you, God, me for letting too. me have. You know, and you and you're, you and I are we share that. We know that yeah. we are lucky, lucky, fortunate, blessed guys to have had cars of our dreams. And at some point, you got to let them go. So, right. I, I. But I think you're nuts. Like uh, Dodge thought I was nuts when I sold the Viper ACR. I get it. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the auction no, is going be, on right now. By be. the way, don't forget, everybody. Go ahead. Yeah, it's going on
2: right now. It ends on the 16th of March. So if you want to get in, you got to get in then. Okay. And I'm really anxious to have somebody else experience the car. And you know, again, most of these cars that are under bubble wrap, and they've not been driven 100, 200 miles. This thing, it's been vetted. Okay, Alan, I, I realized this with this car more than any other car I've had. When should you most drive a special high end exotic car? when you first get it, when it's still new, when it's under warranty, right? <laughs> right I've had exactly. no major problems with the car, but plenty of little things that came up and Galton Ford just fixed them for free because yeah, it was Ford under warranty. It. Right. Now it's been all vetted and it's ready to just be Driven indefinitely, yeah. and of course, I've taken the biggest hit from the first 10,000 miles. The loss in value from 10 to 20,000 miles is going to be much lower, as you and I know, Alan. Right. Than from zero to 10,000. Although, so
1: if, although we both know this car has gone up in value, but what you're saying is, if it only had 600 miles on, it'd be worth even more. um Okay. Right. When we come back, we're going to talk about something else. I promise, because Carl and I could geek out about his Carbon Series for GT for an hour. Uh, it is up for sale right now on carsandbids.com. Go check it out. Go just go check it out and see what this guy's been driving. We'll be right back.
0: Welcome back to The Drive. Now, here's automotive expert, television and radio host, Alan Taylor.
1: It is The Drive all across America and around the nation, thanks to our friends at Dodge. Domestic, not domesticated. And uh, Carl Brouwer joining us from iccars.com. iccars.com. There's a study, uh, a brand new study that is on iccars.com, showing that the... uh, New cars are still, on average, above MSRP, and Carl Brower is the uh, industry analyst for them, executive industry analyst. Anyway, Carl, so, you know, it, it seems to me like that we're at this, like, tipping point where cars were insane for a while, as you know. I mean, whatever the percentage is today, it's less than it was But it's still above MSRP. But hopefully we're getting with the recession we're dealing with and with all the insanity in the world. Getting to the point, hopefully, where cars will kind of come back down to where you can buy one for a window sticker. Because for a while, and some cars are still nuts, for a while you just couldn't get anything. And then there's the other people that are, you know, all of a sudden interest rates are up. And there's all these other reasons where they're they're actually deciding that maybe I should uh, cancel the order. So anyway, but let's, <laughs> talk, let's talk about this particular study from iccars.com.
2: Yeah, and it's what you're saying, right? There's all these factors in play, and it's just weird. You know, I was talking to someone yesterday who's an industry expert and, and uh, been around forever, and he said, industry is weird right now. And I said, that's a good word for it, sadly, because, you know, you've got low unemployment, which makes people think, well, it can't be in a recession. Look at how low the unemployment is. Then you've got, you know, defaults on loans, car loans going up, defaults on houses going up, you know, interest rates rising, inflation through the roof, consumer spending falling back, consumer confidence falling back. So there's all these fighting factors. And one of them was the supply chain issue, which kept new car production down, which made whatever new cars did get produced more valuable because there weren't enough of them to meet the demand. And the prices were stupid for most of the last two years. And it's like, this can't last forever, especially in the environment we're in now with interest rates and inflation and all the other things. And sure enough, we peaked in... In July, at 10.2% over MSRP. That's what the average car was listed at in dealerships across the country, 10.2% above MSRP. We are now at 8.8%. So we've come down oh, since July to the most recent month, February of 23. And hopefully, as you said, it keeps dropping. Imagine paying, I don't know, MSRP for a car. Hey, hey that'd be great. So uh, <laughs> know, you know, right? we used to pay below MSRP. I know. You know, most, of yeah. the, most of the history of cars is you go in and you start negotiating down from MSRP, not up. But our study shows that, yeah, you're still 8.8% above on average, but you're less than you were six months ago. And, and we have the specific cars, you know, and it's not too surprising the cars that are the highest above. The average is 8.8%. The Genesis GV70, a brand new Genesis SUV, and they're doing so well with their brand right now, average 27.5% above MSRP for that Oh, my one. And – Yeah, and then next is the Jeep Wrangler, twenty three point nine percent. Mercedes-Benz GLB, twenty two point nine percent. Taycan, Porsche Taycan, twenty two point seven, and the Wrangler Unlimited, twenty one point nine. Those are the first five. We have all ten up on our study on the site. So these cars are all twenty percent over MSRP, over twenty percent over MSRP. Even though the average is only eight point eight percent, so really painful for people who want to buy those cars, given what they're going at. We also have the cars closest to MSRP. And the most expensive one is the Mazda CX-9, it's 2.3% above, and then it drops from there. And the car, there is one model out there that is below MSRP. We have two models that are 0.4%. So we're just gonna call those MSRP. That's the Cadillac Lyric and the Volkswagen Arteon. And then we have the Chevrolet Silverado at 1.9% below MSRP. That's the only car right now that on average is priced below MSRP. You may or may not be aware, Alan, that last week, Chevrolet stopped production of the Silverado. They shut down one of the what? plants and all. And I think I think, know, I didn't I think they might have spun it as like, oh, well, there's some supply chain stuff. But it's like, no, no, no. You guys are afraid of flooding the dealerships because you're having trouble with dealerships are starting to get packed with these trucks and not selling fast oh. enough. So you can actually get a deal if you consider one point nine percent below MSRP. You know, most people want ten percent off MSRP and get close to invoice, but you can at least pay less than MSRP on average for a Chevy Silverado right now.
1: I am surprised. Yeah, I did not know that. I mean, they're, listen, they're saying they're selling the most, you know, and they, they're bragging about uh, outselling Ford or something. I don't know what they're doing, but I, th- wow, that's kind of news to me, Carl. I'm uh, a little bit uh, for clumped on that one. I'm, I thought trucks, everybody's got to have trucks, but now my son and just, my son just bought one, by the way. Now I get it. I thought he like got a deal of a deal and he only paid window sticker and maybe that was a deal of a deal. I don't know. Um, what did he get did he get a silverado he got a silverado loaded four-wheel drive diesel and i thought man that's hard to get a 2023 and they financed it for him he's 23 years old and you know i I thought wow they went out of their way they really did this kid a deal but it's because there are people that cannot afford the hoo-hoo big dollars of these trucks and and he's a contractor so he felt like this is the year i'm going to do it you know there's write-offs tax write-offs and all these different things but yep
2: yeah, and by the way, we have it broken out by types too—vehicle types and mm. which vehicle types are the most and least over MSRP. Guess what? Three vehicle types continue to be the most over MSRP: coupes, convertibles. And mm. full-size trucks. Mm. So you're like, well, Carl, how can full-size trucks be the most over MSRP if the Silverado is the... Because the Silverado is struggling to sell, uh, you know, above MSRP. It's only going for, you know, right at MSRP, like cars are supposed to, mm. but mm. F-150s and Rams and Tundras and all that, there's enough other trucks out there, full-size trucks that are being... And mid-size, because that includes mid-size, full-size, mid-size. And the Maverick, mm. you know, for instance, mm. is going like hotcakes for Ford and all. They can't right. keep those in stock. Well, there's plenty of trucks to pull the average
1: up. Hold on, everybody. Here's where you find this study if you're interested. And you can find a lot more at iccars.com. Carl is the executive analyst over there. iccars.com. Carl Brower, his car is on carsandbids.com right now. Go check it out. Carl, thank you, brother. Good luck with your uh, sale of your Ford GT.
2: Thank you, Alan. Always fun being on with you. Take care, man.
1: Likewise. I wish I was you sometimes, you lucky man.
3: Attention business owners, 3,076 businesses are shutting their doors. Every single day. There are three things holding you back from doubling your sales in the next 12 months. They are number one, the great resignation. 47 million Americans voluntarily left their job last year. Your staff are harder to find than ever before. Number two, the clutter factor. 3.8 billion social media pages are competing for the attention of your prospects. No wonder they aren't listening to your marketing efforts. Number three, the death of the salesman. 97% of your prospects feel salespeople are too pushy today. Hello, I'm Amanda Holmes. I've just released an updated version of my father's cult classic book, The Ultimate Sales Machine. If you'd like to double your sales in the next 12 months, download a free chapter of the book at ultimatesalesmachine.com forward slash book. Our clients call it the chapter that changes lives. Get your proven roadmap to doubling sales at ultimatesalesmachine.com forward slash book.
0: Welcome back to The Drive. Now, here's your host, Alan
1: Taylor. Uh, this is All-American Rejects, uh, dirty little secret. And you know what's funny is what's going on in the auto industry, along with all the political stuff that's going on in the world and uh, things that are even in our personal lives, a lot of dirty little secrets. But we're here to talk about the ones in the auto industry with Lauren Fix. Car Coach Reports, and boy, does she have some reports for us now. And uh, both of us are kind of all-American rejects, I think. What do you think, Lauren?
5: <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was listening to the song, and I thought, I love this song. I'm thinking, oh, man, I think Alan and I qualify.
1: Yeah, right. But you know what it is? What?
5: We tell the truth.
1: Bill, there you the go.
5: manufacturers don't like it. You know, they, they can deny us, but they lose every time.
1: It's funny because... You know, nobody likes somebody pointing out things that need to be pointed out when, especially when it comes to safety, but when things are just weird, like right now, the whole thing with kind of the electric car world, there's some weird stuff about it. You know, my brother calls me one day and he's Mm -hmm. asking me about, uh, no, it was my brother-in-law. He asking me about the uh, Ford F one hundred and fifty Lightning. You know they stopped making them, and he really wanted one. And then he says yeah, they're this
5: coming back eventually. Yeah,
1: and and I I personally like them. I think they're cool, and I know there's a lot of reasons to kind of for people to have the trepidation right now. But he says this to me. He says, "I was reading the other day about, you know, how they have to make these batteries, and there's children gathering. I don't know cobalt or I." He starts saying this stuff. I'm like. So how does that make you feel about, you know, kind of... Good that, comeback line. right? Because I thought to myself, well, I don't know about that. So, But he says, you know, he goes, I just still feel that the internal combustion engine is the way to go. And I thought to myself, ah. man, there it is right there. Because he actually likes the electric F-150 truck called Lightning. He likes it, but he's starting to hear things that are some of the truths That are out there about what does it actually take to make one of these big batteries? And, you know, what about the later on when the vehicle, you know, maybe gets into a crash and goes into the wrecking yard and the disposal of these batteries and, you know, kind of like all of the facts that nobody likes to talk about. They all just want us to go out and buy electric cars. Now, like I've said before, and I know you agree, there's a place for electric cars, but I think... That, and I, I'm starting to see, and maybe we can start right here. I know it's not exactly where you wanted to start, but I think that some of the auto executives within the industry are having these same doubts. What do you think?
5: You are correct. As a matter of fact, Mr. Toyota, spelled like Toyota, but with a D, mm. who is the CEO of the company, Toyota, has said this is a concern because auto executives are a lot less confident in this easy adoption. And they're saying, you know, we're a little concerned, we're getting pressured into doing this. So there was a recent survey done by KPMG, a pretty well-known accounting firm, with auto executives, and they're less bullish than they were last year about the adoption. The survey found that 76% of executives are concerned that inflation, high interest rates and costs, as well as electric vehicles in the world, are actually going to be what they say they're going to be by 2030. In other words, all electric. They hear everyone, they hear the government, they got pressure, but one of the executives who I know, and I'm not going to throw anyone in the bus because they're all, the people that we know are cool people, and one of the mutual friends we have said to me, we have to get all of our gas-powered vehicles done by the end of the year, because after that, we have to go all electric. We're being pressured, and if we think we're not going to do it, screw you. Yeah. They get fined, and I don't mean fined like, ah, eh, slap in the wrist, fined billions of dollars from multiple three letter agencies. You know, National Highway Traffic Safety, the yeah. yeah. you know, you just start lay- throwing the three letter acronyms at you, all of them are going to find them billions of dollars because they say that it's not going to be green. But the fact is, the battery from cradle to grave, taking all the rare earth minerals putting them into an electric vehicle that looks cool, by the way. And all those cool-looking bodywork panels are all made with derivatives of oil. Perfect. You wouldn't get cool-looking headlights and cool-looking body panels. Not from metal. They're made from derivatives of plastics. And you wouldn't have half of what you have today. And the glass and all that. So when you go from cradle to grave in the end, the problem is, these vehicles are not recyclable and that is a massive issue. So now they're starting to realize this and they're all trying their best to make batteries here in the U S again, the problem is if you don't partner in with China who owns 80% of the mines, then you're kind of screwed because you have to either, you're not going to mine it here in the U S they found a huge lithium mine here in the U S but they won't let them mine it. So it's like, so we have it. Why can't we use it? Oh, we can't cause it's so hazardous to the environment. Really? But it's okay to do it in another country where you think that air doesn't somehow make its way over here sometimes. Right. The weather doesn't shift this way. It's unbelievable. This is absolutely as bad as all the rest. Of, I hate to put it this way, but they, they say it's a conspiracy theory until it's true. Well, yeah. it's true. So, yeah. and, and this is a big issue. And Mr. Toyota is well aware of this. And he said, we're not going all electric. We're going to offer electric. We're going to offer hybrids. We're going to offer... Some electric cars are not for a mixture, which is smart, because if things change when the next administration comes in, they go, yes, yeah, it's not a good idea. You know what happens? Whoever's smart enough to be able to turn to make their chassis go to a hybrid platform or gasoline or whatever it is they want, hydrogen or whatever they want to do, will be the winners. Yeah. And I can list four or five of them that are doing that and four or five of them that are not. Yeah. Those that are ready to make the turn will succeed. The rest may go out of business.
1: Well, and this is probably why some of these bigger automakers are dragging their feet just a little bit with some of this, you know, having to go like... a lot of
5: people losing jobs right now, that's the most recent thing. We've had at least a dozen people lose their job in the last week since Mm. you and I have talked. That's a problem. That's a concern.
1: Well, and then last week, Brian Moody was on from Auto Trader and Kelly Blue Book, and he says more shoppers are considering hybrids versus electric. In other words, at least you have the best of both worlds. But the, sure. the numbers were kind of staggering how many people prefer internal combustion, the regular old gasoline or diesel engines. It was like 75-25. 75% would rather just have a regular old gasoline engine or a diesel engine over an electric vehicle. But hybrids are what's going to fill the gaps, and I, I think uh, that's a smart way to go. But but look how long... you know, I agree. Dodge is one of our sponsors. Look how long they've waited... And then, yes, they're going to oh, come out with electric waiting stuff. Waiting for
5: that last call challenger. I know, anymore.
1: right? It's coming up too. We but... don't
5: know anything about it till March twentieth. I mean, you're killing me. I know. You're telling know. me already. <laughs> Tintiniskis has to keep the secret. He's uh, but, one of the good guys.
1: Yes, he is. But here's the thing: you look at these these elements like lithium and cobalt and neon, and all the things that it takes to make these batteries for these electric cars, and a lot of these things are. They're all over the place in Russia, and they're all over the place in Ukraine, and you wonder, I wonder what that war is going on there is really about. Mm -hmm.
5: Well, I think there's a lot more than that, but that's a whole political conversation. (laughs) I know. Don't get into
1: that, by golly. All right, hold tight. No, no,
5: no. We're talking cars.
1: So what is going on in this crazy world of cars? Well, people are wanting to buy them because there was you know, kind of a problem, a bottleneck. So they ordered them, and now they're having to cancel orders. Why? Lauren Fix is here. She'll talk about it. Carcoachreports.com on the web. She's at Lauren Fix all over the place on social media. We'll be right back. This message comes to you from our sponsor, Subaru, and their first SUV of its kind. The all-new, all-electric 2023 Solterra, built to help protect the environment so it can be explored. It's the first electric vehicle to feature the legendary standard capability of symmetrical all-wheel drive to take you to places traditional electric vehicles can't reach. Love is now electric. Learn more at Subaru.com Solterra. This is uh, this is called Love Spreads. Uh, Lauren Fix is here to spread some love on uh, the truth of what's going on in the in the auto industry a little bit. She's listen, she's bold. I love it. Fortune favors the bold. Uh, carcoachreports.com, you can see uh, videos and all kinds of great reporting there and I, I hats off to her. You know, hats off to Lauren Fix and hats off to Tucker Carlson for his reporting um earlier in the week there when he showed us the footage of what was going on inside of the uh Capitol. the kind of the rest of the story as paul harvey used to say lauren um mm-hmm. I, I love the, the the honesty i really love the honesty we need to know the honest truth now coming back right. to so i, don't I get agree. too political yes people were hungry they were so hungry for new cars And then all of a sudden they thought, oh, they finally got cars on the lot. Thank goodness. So they go in and they're like, oh, well, you know, that one's sold and that one's sold and that one's sold. But you can order one. And now the orders are starting to come through. And, you know, so they're like, all right, I want to order it exactly how I want it. They order it. It's really expensive. But that's okay. It's okay. I'm going to buy. Then the car comes in. It's like, oh, my gosh, the interest rate's have gone up since I ordered it three mm-hmm. months ago, four it months ago. it's unaffordable. And all of yeah. a sudden, and we're in a recession, and I'm concerned that maybe my job is not going to be there, so I have to not buy that car. I've got to cancel my order. I'm sorry. You know, I mean, that's going it's, on, right? True. It's absolutely going. You are 100% yeah. correct. Yep. Cars are getting so expensive. The average
5: cost of a new gasoline-powered vehicle, believe it or not, is about $50,000. If you're looking at an electric vehicle, average cost is about $66,000. And you think, well, used car prices are up too. But used car prices are starting to soften a little bit because people are starting to look at the interest rates, 7% on a new car, there's no incentives. And like you said, the car comes in and they're like, oh, well, I thought it was gonna be like four ninety-nine dollars a month. Now you got the new interest rates and you're like 5 dollars or five dollars are like, I can't afford that. And I thought it was my job. And everything's costing more, utilities, food, gasoline, you name it. Everything's just adding up that they're thinking, you know what, maybe I won't get this new car. Because if you buy it and you can't afford to make the payments, they're going to repossess
1: it. And destroy your credit in the process as well, which, For
5: listen. For seven years.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's it's a real mess right now because... You know, a year ago we were, you know, kind of in the middle of the pandemic. Now we're in the middle of an ugly recession with a war that is kind of right on our footsteps. And it's like it's it, heck yeah. If you ordered something and you you take a second look before you take delivery, it's like my gosh, the numbers have all changed. The world has changed, and guess what? I've changed my mind. So cancel the order. Yeah. Wow. Well,
5: I, I don't blame you. I and mean, if you're thinking about a car that may have cost, you know. $50,000, $60,000 and it finally shows up and it's more expensive. The cost of the vehicle, pl- they can guarantee that they can lock that in. It's the interest rates. And then what's your trade in worth? Maybe you thought you were going to trade in your used SUV for a new SUV and that value has dropped off now too, because as Brian Moody, who's on all the time, you know, from auto trader, yeah. used car values have dropped off dramatically. So now your trade-in is worthless, so it means you have to pay more for the new vehicle. So you really got to look at those things for you, jump in with both feet. And I have a video of, of all the details and much more excessive details on what you need to look out for on my Car Coach Reports YouTube channel.
1: Okay. You are posting, like, daily, it seems like. What's going on with you?
5: Well, <laughs> well. See, when you tell the truth, and we're the all-American rejects, you and I, yeah. <laughs> we have to continue to put out content because YouTube has suppressed my content. So if you go looking for it, you'll find it, but you won't get it as it's suggested. So the only way to bypass that is just bury them alive. So every yeah. single day for the last two weeks so far, every single day I'm putting out content.
1: Well, the good news is if they want to see, without having to search YouTube, they can go directly to your website, carcoachreports.com. A vast amount of information, and uh, I'm thankful to have you part of the show. You're also on the uh, you're on the uh, the jury of the North American Car and Truck of the Year and all that stuff too, right?
5: And the World Car Jury, yes. Yeah. I've had some pushback, but I'm not about to give up. I'm like you. I'm going to stand my ground. Well, that's good. That's
1: good. <laughs> So is there something on the horizon that you see coming out that excites you? I'm just curious, because we haven't talked about... As
5: far as cars? Yeah. Is oh, anything out there excites yeah. you?
1: Yeah. Like what? You got Here's one minute. Really,
5: well, you know the last call for the Challenger right. from Dodge. Right. That's going to be amazing. It's the last gasoline-powered performance car... Rumor, total rumor, it's around thousand horsepower. Who the heck knows? We don't know. We know, right. but that would be amazing. Can you imagine that in a street car? Oh, uh, yeah, gotta have one of I, those. I
1: think it's brilliant. yeah,
5: and, Ford, Ford, yeah. Yeah, and Ford's got the F one fifty Raptor R coming out with seven hundred horsepower. So they're a little slow. Everyone's still waiting on parts. We've got Corvette with the e Ray.
2: That's cool. There's a lot of cool stuff the out E-ray. there. Everybody's
5: putting out some cool products. Um, if you don't need a new car, honestly, keep what you got. Yeah, um, for a little while. Let's, let's let's sit this one out and
1: keep your powder dry. Right you
5: later.
1: Keep your powder dry.
6: Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, keep your powder
5: dry. Yeah. Got it.
1: Uh, the one that I can't wait to drive is the Corvette E Ray. Uh, that's Me another too. story for another day. We'll talk about it later. Uh, one more with uh, Lauren Fix. Lauren Fix is uh, carcoachreports.com, Her website. Go visit it. We'll be right back.
0: Just
1: start And after he's been hooked up, lay the one that's on his heart. Oh,
3: oh, oh, oh. Attention business owners, 3076 businesses are shutting their doors every single day. There are three things holding you back from doubling your sales in the next 12 months. They are number one, the great resignation. 47 million Americans voluntarily left their job last year. Your staff are harder to find than ever before. Number two, the clutter factor. 3.8 billion social media pages are competing for the attention of your prospects. No wonder they aren't listening to your marketing efforts. Number three, the death of the salesman. 97% of your prospects feel salespeople are too pushy today. Hello, I'm Amanda Holmes. I've just released an updated version of my father's cult classic book, The Ultimate Sales Machine. If you'd like to double your sales in the next 12 months, download a free chapter of the book at ultimatesalesmachine.com forward slash book. Our clients call it the chapter that changes lives. It's worked for a quarter million businesses worldwide. It'll work for you. Get your proven roadmap to doubling sales at ultimatesalesmachine.com forward slash book.
0: This is the drive with Alan Taylor.
1: Another All American Rejects song. This one is called "Move Along." And uh, Lauren Fix is here. Uh, we consider ourselves kind of All American Rejects, only because we're just not going to go along to get along. We we gotta speak the truth here, um, Lauren. I saw there was uh, you posted something. I've been a little bit preoccupied with my cows lately. and, and I know. I've know, been watching. It's well, pretty cool. They're giving birth in the middle of a snowstorm. It's like, come on now. But anyway. Well, you got to
5: uh, do it. You got it. to gotta <laughs> do it. You got to do it.
1: You got to do it. That's right. Um, so I saw that you posted this, like, 90-second commercial for Dodge and the new Hornet. And I was a little bit surprised. It's the first thing I've seen of the Hornet. Now, is this commercial they can find it at uh, carcoachreports.com but was that a television commercial or what was the story with this
5: well we get teasers and we're allowed once the embargo lifts we post them on our instagram channel with lauren fix all my social media is lauren fix l-a-u-r-e-n-f-i-x yes it's my real life name. everybody asks i know it's fun um or if it's on youtube car coach reports i'm not that creative to come up with Lauren insects as my safe <laughs> <face> name. <laughs> I would have done, like, something really cool like Lauren Horsepower or something. Yeah, right. like that. <laughs> but it is what it is, you yeah. know. But as far as the Dodge, I mean, the old name Hornet is, is a vintage historical name of cars that were really fast and cool. Well, now the Hornet is going to be a small crossover, much like the Alfa Romeo Tonali. So that's its cousin.
1: Oh. So Remember,
5: they're all the Stellantis names. So it's a pretty small, compact crossover. But if you want them with a cool name, with a Dodge name on it, it's going to compete directly with basically the Jeep Compass, which is basically a reskinned Compass. And that's partly the standard. What do you think going to be in it? What every car has? One of a two-liter turbocharged engine. It seems like they all are two-liter turbocharged all-wheel drives. At least it's not a CVT, it's backed by a nine-speed automatic transmission, and they're going to have an RT model, but it's going to be a plug-in. So you're going to destroy the name of RT to make it a plug-in hybrid. just Don't take the cool names like RT or Hemi or Hellcat and make them green, essentially.
0: Well, they have to almost you know, have
5: a little bit of its own. It's, I know they got to work what they got.
1: It, here's the thing. I think that it is something has got to be sacrificed. Do you know what I'm saying?
5: Yeah. So I know. I know when they came back with the name Pacifica, we all kind of looked at each other and said, that was not a great car. It's a cool minivan today, but at the time, that was not a great car. Maybe well, like bringing back the Dodge Caliber. Or the Prowler, or the PT Cruiser name, you'd be like, <laughs> right. "Yeah, you invested a lot of money in well, it, but that doesn't mean it's a good name to reuse." You
1: know. Well, so here's the funny thing: is that you know, I, I guess every so often you have to look at it like this: is that if these mandates are coming down, you know, here in America the way they are, they're looking at all right. And it's funny because as we just teased up the what's called Last Call Challenger, mm-hmm. and there's rumors of a thousand horsepower, give or take. Of an internal we combustion
5: know. we We don't know anything at this point. We're right?
1: <laughs> As an internal combustion engine. And I the, the 20th of March is when they're going to show the world this. But so, what did they have to sacrifice to be able to be able to do this? And let me tell you, can oh, you imagine the battle? They
5: got to offset, gotta offset right. that carbon credit. Right. Right. Corporate average fuel economy. So, that means you're going to have a ton of electric vehicles to offset the TRX awesome truck, right. the Ram trucks that they have and all that. And some of them qualify and some don't. And don't forget that new Challenger, whatever it may be, is also going to have a gas guzzler tax on it. And it's also going to have, you know, destination. So I have no idea what the price is going to be. We don't even know much about it. But when we do, we know what it's going to be. It's going to be something everyone wants.
1: Well, so have they shown, and we only have about a minute, but I mean this um, little Hornet I saw the commercial. Thank you for posting it, by the way. You guys can see it uh, on carcoachreports.com and all that. But how much did you say? Did you t- say 30, 31000 bucks or so for this vehicle? Well, we don't know right now. All we know is
5: this. I'll tell you what I know, which isn't that much because they keep it limited. Right. $31,590 starting, so that's okay. going to be your base. And if you ah. want the RT and all, it's going to hop up the price. Right. It looks like the RT Plus will come in at 46590 that's public information. It competes directly with the Kia Seltos, the Mazda CX30, the Volkswagen Taos, um, and it doesn't have a CVT, thank God. But zero yeah. to sixty time on the top performing model is six point five seconds,
1: pretty darn good. So we're talking so about we're CVT. talking about this um, Dodge Hornet. That the commercial is it kind of shows them coming in as a swarm, and as we get more information, we'll we'll tell you about it. What song? Who picked this song on the way out? Oh my gosh. Lauren Fix. Add Lauren Fix. You can find her on all social media stuff and carcoachreports.com on the web and carcoachreports on YouTube. Lauren, thank you. Appreciate it.
5: Anytime. That's my just friend. the thank worst. Happy Who picked
1: Yeah, exactly. Who picked this song? It's the Eagles, for goodness sake. We'll be right back. It's a terrible song.
0: Now, here's automotive expert, television, and radio host, Alan Taylor.
1: So a long, long time ago, in a galaxy far away, I met a guy named Josh Hancock. He's on the line right now. We met at the L.A. Auto Show. I see this guy staring me down as I'm doing something on camera, and I go, Hey, you, yo, come over here. Sit down in the chair. I need somebody to... uh, you know, to make it look like we're doing, they're going to do a photo shoot. It looks like we're having a conversation and he laughs. He does this crazy chicken (laughs) laugh that he does. And he sits down in the chair and it's about 25 years later. We're still friends talking about cars. And here he is, Josh Hancock. Josh, by the way, since I started with the star Wars thing in a galaxy far away is the Hollywood car consultant. He's the guy that matches the car with the character in all things film and television and um and here he is, he's still hanging around. I can't get him to go away. Well
6: it's <laughs> difficult once you meet Alan Taylor to get away from him.
1: It's true, I hunt you down.
6: Um, you know. Uh you're a likable
1: fellow. Oh geez. don't start. This is look at you can be honest. All we do is fight. All we do is fight.
6: I'm just reading what you wrote for me. <laughs> there you go. There it is. Anyway, it's been quite a
1: You know, Josh, the fact that you lived and were traumatized on a chicken farm with that laugh—that's like the sound of the (laughs) ringing a chicken's neck.
6: We used to get feedback from when we did uh, shows early on together and people would write in and go, Oh, we love Josh's chicken laugh and Alan has never let me forget it. No,
1: because it is what it is. All right, let's get into the show. You okay. wanted to talk about a show that I have not seen and you said I'm the only person. It's called F one Drive to Survive. Yeah, I, honestly I, I don't I don't watch that much TV anymore, I have to tell you. I gotta tell you. That's the truth.
6: It's called Formula One what a, Drive to Survive. Done Netflix. Yep heading into its 5th season
1: wow it's
6: a reality show that follows the teams and the drivers and the drama around F1 racing and what it's done is it's found this young audience in the United States it's almost like they call it the Kardashians of road racing
1: <laughs> and that's yeah that's what F1 uh, is yeah
6: yeah and and the funny thing is you know because this sport that is very popular in Europe. You know, F1 drivers are revered more than actors and professors, almost anybody. They live quite a lifestyle. Never really took off in the U.S. And they are attributing this show to the fact that the sport has finally found a footing in the United States.
1: Mm. Well, and I know they're, they're going to do it. Aren't they going to do an F1 race in like Las Vegas, in the streets of Las Vegas?
6: This year, there will be Three F1 races in the United States, the most of any country in the world.
3: Mm.
6: And that'll be Las Vegas, Texas, and Miami. Mm. And, uh, you know, the last Miami F1 race was a huge success. I think Vegas is the perfect place to have it because there's plenty of places for people to stay, entertainment. You know, there's such a circus that comes with this. Mm. I also wanted to say something I love. So Daniel Ricardo is one of the top drivers. He's from Australia, and he's been making the TV show circuit on talk shows and promoting the show, and they said, well, you know, Daniel, what, what do you drive? What's your favorite car? And he goes, honestly, it's a 2017 Ford Raptor truck.
1: <laughs> well, wow.
6: And, of course, that endeared him to a lot of people in the U.S., and, and I love it. Of course, he's an Aussie, so they love their their utes and their trucks, right. but... Um He's already in line to get the Raptor R, which is, of course, the big V8 in that truck. But right. how fun that he loves loves that truck, you know?
1: Well, you know, I've had a couple Raptors, and I will say that out of all the trucks that I've owned, and I've owned a lot, I do love the big diesel, you know, one-ton crew cab, four-wheel drive. I, there's something about a diesel engine that just, it's it's a kind of a turn-on. It's like, I love that sound. But the Raptors are just something special, aren't they, Josh?
6: Well, they are. And, and, you know, what I'm looking forward to is there's a new Ranger coming that is really quite polished. Because the Ranger right now, it's a great truck, but it's just long on the tooth.
1: Right. Already.
6: And and the... uh, the new Ranger, which has been delayed, but I think will show up by the end of the year. There will be a Raptor version of that truck.
7: Perfect. Perfect. And
6: for people in the city, because a Raptor, you know, the front track is almost seven inches wider than a standard And then, F-16. And
1: then they put big wheels and tires on top of that. And trust me, I, like I said, I've owned them. They're kind of yeah. hard to maneuver around town. Hold on a sec, Josh. JoshCard.com, you can find Josh. He's a very plurif- pl- 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 What's the word I'm looking for? Plorific. Pl- All right. It's a too big of a word. It's too big, of a- <laughs> too big of a word for Alan Taylor. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back.
0: Money for nothing
4: ain't
3: Attention business owners. 3,076 businesses are shutting their doors. Every single day, there are three things holding you back from doubling your sales in the next 12 months. They are number one, the great resignation. 47 million Americans voluntarily left their job last year. Your staff are harder to find than ever before. Number two, the clutter factor. 3.8 billion social media pages are competing for the attention of your prospects. No wonder they aren't listening to your marketing efforts. Number three, the death of the salesman. 97% of your prospects feel salespeople are too pushy today. Hello, I'm Amanda Holmes. I've just released an updated version of my father's cult classic book, The Ultimate Sales Machine. If you'd like to double your sales in the next 12 months, download a free chapter of the book at ultimatesalesmachine.com forward slash book. Our clients call it the chapter that changes lives. Get your proven roadmap to doubling sales at ultimatesalesmachine.com forward slash book.
1: Okay, so it took us most of the commercial break. Uh, Josh and I, neither one could remember what that word was. Prolific. Prolific. Josh is a very prolific. (laughs) During the break, yelling. (laughs) Prolific. (laughs) We couldn't even remember how it started (laughs) a little. And,
6: poor ass.
1: <laughs>
6: and it completely screwed me up. I couldn't think of
1: oh, it. Oh, God. But then I also said to him, I said, okay, so uh, we're talking about the F1 Drive to Survive. It's on Netflix. And then I said, what, what else are we talking about? And he says, oh, you know, maybe a joke or two. And I go, okay, good. I love good jokes. He goes, no, Joker 2, the movie Joker 2. Oh, my God. That was the best commercial break I've had in a long time.
6: I was like, No. <laughs> The Joker 2 movie! And he's like, oh, we could tell a Joker 2. Like, we don't tell jokes the whole show. That's why it it. was so perfect.
1: (laughs) All right. So bring it into the Drive to Survive Formula One thing.
6: So uh, to close it out, you know, they've reached this young audience. They never thought this show was going to do what it has done, and that is it's been an extremely popular show for Netflix. And... They're going to keep going. They're in season five, and I'm going to love the shows when they're in the U.S. at uh, you know Las Vegas, Miami, and Austin, Texas. You
1: talking so, about the races, yeah?
6: I'm now, talking about the Formula One races. Right. We're, we, as a country, have more races in this country than any other country in the world, so, which is I, kind of crazy. And,
1: I'll tell you what. I don't. I really don't like this show, this Formula One Drive. I don't like it. You know why? Do you know why? Why, Alan? Because you just said it's the Kardashian of motorsports. So I've never seen it, so I already don't like it.
6: (laughs) 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 Well, I think you'd like it. When I say the Kardashian, I mean the popularity of
1: oh, okay, okay. <laughs> the show, not
6: its content.
1: Oh, oh well, that's like different. It's like Joker
6: 2, uh, <laughs> you know, communication today. Right,
1: it is a bad day for communication.
6: <laughs> anyway, <laughs> well,
1: I guess I have to check it out now. It's called Formula One Drive to Survive. It's on Netflix, so we'll, we'll all go check it out.
6: What the heck? Yes, it is. Yeah. So, speaking of the Joker yes, 2, yeah. the follow-up to the very successful film, there's been really... Uh, I, I've been on the set. I can't talk about it. I was sworn. I mean, the security is beyond anything I have ever seen on a movie set. Wow. They were in downtown L.A. shooting a scene outside, and, you know, people got up in tall buildings and filmed, and it has been all over the Internet, which I think is kind of funny. So I, I, I can say that, you know, on that day, it was Full of cars from the 70s.
1: Mm, Flashback.
6: With cars from the 70s. And it was just great to see it. You know, it's like, I've done a lot of that. I I didn't do this one. But, you know, it's just great to fill a a street up and see traffic running from the 70s (laughs) and remember how big those cars were.
1: I know. You know, it's Uh, funny. Whenever you see those kind of cars... Boy, doesn't everything about it just, it's a time machine. It takes you back. And then if you open the door and you get a whiff of that like mohair interior and original interior, it just continues. You just are like in a time warp going backwards. I love that.
6: You really are. And, you know, there's a friend uh, that lives on my street and he's got a 70 Monte Carlo. And it's been parked for several years and it's in great shape, you know? And he opened it up for me the other day with those, you know, velour seats oh, and that simple yeah, yeah. dashboard. And it's a time gap. So I'm like, yeah. please, we got to get this going. You know, let's get it out. And, and he's scared to death to drive.
1: <laughs> well, you know what's funny? I had a 70 Monte Carlo. It was burgundy. Yeah. And you, when you said that, that velour interior, man, I love that car, but it got like nine miles to the gallon on a good day. And here's oh, another one. Here's another one for yeah. you. I remember when I was 16, I went down and filled up my Volkswagen at 27 cents a gallon. And I think I yeah. spent five bucks and I thought to myself, almost five. I mean, I gave the guy a $5 bill and I got some change back. I remember thinking to myself, man, is it expensive to drive a car? <laughs> you know? Yeah, right? We'll take a break. Uh, Josh yeah. Hancock, at joshcar.com, you can find him. He's the Hollywood car consultant. Uh, more Hollywood stuff from Josh right after this. Stay with us. This message comes to you from our sponsor, Subaru, and their first SUV of its kind, the all-new, all-electric 2023 Solterra built to help protect the environment so it can be explored. It's the first electric vehicle to feature the legendary standard capability of symmetrical all-wheel drive to take you to places traditional electric vehicles can't reach. Love is now electric. Learn more at Subaru.com Solterra.
0: the drive with alan taylor
1: it is the drive with alan taylor i'm alan taylor the other guy that is very loud and he cackles like a chicken that's laying an egg at least you know when josh is happy he he pops out a dozen eggs thank god <laughs> josh I, hancock I, I'm really, <laughs> go ahead I'm really happy i would like
6: to plug this uh uh, my Instagram is Josh Carr, Inc., Inc. Okay, and it's it's more fun than anything else. Well, I can ed- I
1: I can edit that out, so don't worry about it. I don't I don't allow plugs here, but that's okay. <laughs>
6: <laughs> so the next item is a show from Jeremy Renner. So Jeremy Renner, Academy Award winner, I think, who. Was run over by his own snowcat this year and almost died.
1: Oh, Uh, wait a minute. That's the guy... Oh, my gosh. In, like, Reno or something, right?
6: Yes. And, you know, Jeremy has a great reputation as being a super nice guy. He, um... You know, he was helping out his brother or something and fell under the tracks. Wow. It was just such a... I mean, he almost died, you know. He, he he got crushed, and his whole chest was crushed. I don't know how many broken bones he's got. Right. It's a long, long ways back. But he did a show that's going to debut on April 12th on Discovery Plus called, now his name is Jeremy Renner, it's called Renervations. Hmm. And what it is, is he's bought all these old municipal buses, all different kinds, from school buses to city buses, and he takes one on every episode and converts it into something that's going to help a community. Oh, that's cool. And so he does it in different parts of the world with a different crew. He brings in other celebrities. But it's, it's really about helping... Communities. I mean, they take one to a um, underprivileged neighborhood and they've made it into a basketball court, you know, Jeez. it opens up and there's a basket and there's a backboard and there's some weights and it's like a gym. I mean, it's really fun stuff. He, there's a food one to help with a food bank. It's kind of a great project. I think people will like the show.
1: And when and where is that going to be playing and airing and all that?
6: Uh, you know, by the way, I did just say all that at the uh, beginning. I was writing something was there. there. <laughs> the weren't listening. Oh
1: jeez, don't get on me now. It's National Radio. Come on.
6: It's on Discovery Discovery. Plus okay, that's what On April 12th of this year.
1: Uh, okay, April 12th. Okay, Coming. good.
6: Coming right up in a month.
1: You know what? I like the guy after I after he got smushed I yeah. saw a little thing and I did a little bit of research and I started following him like wow what's this going to do because you know sometimes Josh and you know you know I mean we all have seen it something a catastrophe happens in a person's life and they have that aha moment where they literally yeah. it's something comes alive in them and they stop being, you know, the Hollywood celebrity and start to be a a real human being that wants to do something good with their lives. And that sounds like what he's done here. I love this.
6: I, you know, I think Jeremy was probably one of those guys in Hollywood that lived his life quite authentically anyway. He, he, he doesn't seem like the type of guy that was a real climber and, and narcissist. He always seemed like a real guy.
1: Well, so, w- is wait a nice. minute.
6: You, you, is nice. I take your point very well. Yeah,
1: you still—you—you you, uh, described yourself there perfectly. But anyway, I like Jeremy Renner. Um, <laughs>
6: hey, if I wasn't originally <laughs> from Maine and grown up in a small town with a lot of value, was, I, when I came here to Hollywood and I was doing extremely well when I first took off, I would have been in rehab in a minute.
1: <laughs> you know what? I remember after the accident when the lobster grabbed you in that kind of in the wrong spot there and your your voice changed a little bit. That was everything has been so much better since then. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I got the last. <laughs> it's like, hey,
0: get him off of me.
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh. Have you been back to Maine lately, Josh? You got about a minute and a half here. Have you been back to Maine?
6: I have. I've been back to Maine, I'm, uh, sadly. So the little town I grew up in, which is one of the most historical towns in the country with the oldest public building in the United States, has had a Ford dealer for 72 years. It closed. And this, this dealer group bought it Ugh. and lied about it. They bought two other Ford stores and then closed the one in my town oh. to cut their own competition.
1: Oh, no. Don't you hate that, <laughs>
6: Very, very disappointing. I mean, that's where I went. My father would drop me off as a kid, and I would stay at the dealership all day, you know?
1: Yeah. You know what's funny, though? Those are the kind of things that happen. For example, you've never been to my house, which really, really aggravates me. But if you did, you would come and you would see I had a studio kind of i have three acres so i have a little property and my studio is the projection room of the drive-in movie theater that they turned into an old folks home so they took the 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 snack bar and the projection room they took it down and i bought it for a thousand bucks and had it moved to my house and turned it into a radio studio and it's so nostalgic for me so that with that said i gotta say goodbye to you but that kind of a thing where somebody could have an old ford dealer would be so yeah. awesome for a classic car thing that only specialized in Ford you know, oh, I know. yeah I know all right Josh on the web at Josh yep. car with Facebook and Twitter and Instagram is at Josh car Inc
4: yes, and, sir uh, thank
1: you so much thank you Josh look forward to seeing you all soon right. come visit me all right we'll be right back with more stay with us
0: then I saw her face now I'm
3: Attention business owners, 3,076 businesses are shutting their doors. Every single day. There are three things holding you back from doubling your sales in the next 12 months. They are number one, the great resignation. 47 million Americans voluntarily left their job last year. Your staff are harder to find than ever before. Number two, the clutter factor. 3.8 billion social media pages are competing for the attention of your prospects. No wonder they aren't listening to your marketing efforts. Number three, the death of the salesman. 97% of your prospects feel salespeople are too pushy today. Hello, I'm Amanda Holmes. I've just released an updated version of my father's cult classic book, The Ultimate Sales Machine. If you'd like to double your sales in the next 12 months, download a free chapter of the book at ultimatesalesmachine.com forward slash book. Our clients call it the chapter that changes lives. It's worked for a quarter million businesses worldwide. It'll work for you. Get your proven roadmap to doubling sales at ultimatesalesmachine.com forward slash book.
0: Welcome back to The Drive. Now, here's your host, Alan Taylor.
1: Well, now, after all that shenanigans, it's time for more shenanigans with Brian Moody. Moody. Moody.
7: (laughs) Oh, they're not booing. No, they're not booing. They're chanting Moody. See how they sound similar? No, that's not booing.
1: Oh, you're funny. You're funny. Okay, so autotrader.com. Brian tells me, hey, should we tell them about this uh, thing we got going on where they have a chance to win $250 a month oh, towards oil and gas? That's man? true. Yeah. That's true. What is that?
7: As a way to promote the best cars of 2023. Yeah. So, you know, Auto Trader has a list every year of the best cars of the year, this year, best new cars of 2023. Obviously, as a way to promote that, there's a contest Ooh. where you can win 250 bucks a month toward EV or gas charging for an entire Ooh. year. Ooh. And here's how you do that. You go to... Fueled by autotrader.com. Oh, gosh. If you type in fueled by you will see a form that you can fill out and enter the contest.
1: Okay.com. dot com. Fueled by I wrote it down. I got it. A lot of people don't know that uh, because they don't have EVs yet. But everybody thinks they can just steal the electricity. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. You have to pay for it. <laughs> One way or the other. Yeah. Unless you're less like my daughter who plugs her hybrid, plug in hybrid into my house every time they come. They're just simply stealing. You know, it's a whole new way well, yeah, of stealing from your true. parents.
7: <laughs> um, there are free public charging stations, but not many. Not but many. there are some places that have free public Listen,
1: charging stations. There, Listen, there's I think uh,
7: Portland has it.
1: There's a, an exchange going on. You come in and buy food at our restaurant, and I don't know why, I'm just making this up. And you can, yeah. you know, get 20 yeah. minutes. Away. There's all yeah. kind of, just like this. Here's fueledbyautotrader.com. You can win a chance to get 250 bucks a month for EV or gas for your vehicle for a year. So, what is the list of 2023 best new cars from Autotrader?
7: Well, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> sure, uh, you are. I'm happy to have it here, uh, right,
1: right in front, in front of you. Me. What a coincidence!
7: Amazing. I know. This just so happens. So there's 11 cars on the list. Yeah. They're all under $100,010. So $110,000 is the highest, you can be for the base price of a car to make it onto this list.
1: So wait a minute. Doesn't you mean that just, it can't you, cost more that, than that with options. It that's just how base price. Just so you know, that is how bad inflation is. Because you started out saying one hundred thousand and ten dollars, and before the conversation was even done, you upped the price. The inflation of the money went to one hundred and ten thousand.
4: <laughs> wow,
1: that's fast. 000. Yeah, that's how no, fast.
7: Inflation. I just misspoke. <laughs> Okay, I go spoke. ahead. I already had 100,000 and I couldn't get out of it, so <laughs> right. I had to go back. Okay. It's $110,000. I mean, that is a high price already, but this is for the base price of a car. And quite honestly, for people who are listening, you're thinking, "Well, who's going to buy a $100,000 car?" Yeah, but the list is 11 cars and all of them except for two are way, 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 way below that. So $110,000 is just the cap. Like we're, we're basically saying there's no point in putting a $300,000 car on a list of auto traders, best cars, because if a $300,000 car is the best, well, good that it should be.
1: Exactly.
7: No no surprise there. Right. Right. But if there's a, but if a $35,000 car is the best, okay, now we have something, you know what I'm saying? Well, go for it. So that's one criteria. Uh, the other criteria is, that the vehicles must be available for purchase in the next several months. So I think nine months is where we kind of left it. So nothing on here is going to be like, oh, the 2025, all electric, nuclear-powered, nothing like that. This (laughs) is just normal cars. okay, Okay, fair enough. All right. So. And a couple of the cars on here are like pretty good performance cars. So the first one is the Acura Integra. That's the new reintroduced Integra. Remember, there used to be an Integra back in the day in the 80s, 90s, and 2000s. Well, the Integra is back this time as a turbocharged four-cylinder entry luxury sedan. And kudos to Acura. You can get a proper manual transmission with this car. Oh, wow, that's rare. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. And it's also a thirty-one thousand dollar car to start, so that's again, we're talking well below one hundred thousand.
1: I would have thought it would be um, much CDT more than that. Is an option. I was, I, I was thinking thirty-seven or eight thousand bucks, but that's 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 a good deal for that. I mean, that's a nice car for that that's kind of money.
7: That's the base. I would say once you add an automatic transmission and you add some, you know, little doodads here and there, you're probably going to be closer to like what you just said, thirty-five, yeah. thirty-six. Yeah, that's still a good price for a, a what's a fun car to drive. Yeah. Um, uh, Next, we have the BMW 7 Series. There is a new 7 Series this year, and this is a gasoline-powered. There also is an electric i7. This is not what we're talking about. We're talking about the 740 and the 760 X-Drive. Gotcha. Gasoline-powered, you know, just a great car all around. Good-looking, I would say, depends, is in the eye of the beholder. The interior is amazing. The exterior... Eh, uh, it's a proper full-size luxury sedan, $95,000 car. Oh, wow. Yeah. I know, that's a lot, huh? Yeah, it is. Go but on. the next car, I think you'll agree, is worth every bit of its high price, and that's the new Corvette Z06. Yeah, can't so even this get it obviously one. like the Stingray, Yeah, you know, a mid-engine, two-seat, high-performance sports car, but the Z06, is 670 horsepower, zero to 60 in 2.6 seconds. You know, just a spectacular car. And when you add up the Z06's specs, right, it's priced at $105,000. Add up its specs and compare that to the best of the European brands, and I think you're at about half price is my estimation. Yeah,
1: every bit of that. Well, you know, I had a 2016 Viper ACR, which is kind of the track-rated car, and this mm-hmm. is a, a V10, right? That car, I thought, yeah. was faster than snot. And, and snot can be very fast if you don't have a Kleenex when you're sneezing. But yeah. exactly. That was 3.5 or 3.6 seconds. This car is a full second faster, which is amazing to me what they've done with internal combustion engines and the ability to put the power to the ground. I mean, it's like, just, and, and it's 100 grand. It's just crazy. Right. Yeah. Okay, keep right. going. I was
7: telling my dad about one of the uh, one of the Hellcats, right? And uh, Demon or whatever it is, yeah, I don't, demon, don't remember. Demon. And I said, yeah, Dad, they have this car that can go the quarter mile. It does it in like, you know, nine seconds or, you know, that kind of thing.
0: Yeah.
7: My dad told me a story, and he's not that old.
6: He's,
7: you know, he said when they were kids, there was a car out in Long Beach at, uh, I think it's Wilmington, at Lion's Drag Strip. There was this car that was custom-built called the Sidewinder. Mm. And this guy had a, I don't know, some Mopar engine in it or whatever. It was basically like a purpose-built rail drag car type of thing. And that guy ran a 999 in the quarter mile, and everybody was beside themselves. <laughs> right. They could not believe that such a feat could be accomplished. I know. And I said, Dad, you can just go buy one of these cars for, I don't know how much they are. And he's like, Dad, that's amazing that you can get a car like that.
1: Uh, and the new they have a new one that uh, next week they're unveiling. It's called Last Call from Dodge, by the way. We're sponsored by Dodge, yeah, and so I yeah. know a little bit. Last Call, I'm hearing that zero to 60 times less than three seconds. These are rumors on the street, a thousand oh, horsepower or yeah. more. You know, so we'll find out next week and we'll tell the world about it. But yeah, with a warranty, you know? Anyway. Continue on.
7: <laughs> exactly, with a warranty
1: right. and a financing plan. Oh, and a parachute. <laughs> Actually, it does have a parachute because you take it to the racetrack if you want. But continue on. Go ahead.
7: That's crazy. Yeah, That's crazy. crazy. All right. So, next car on our list is the Genesis GV60. This is an electric car. I believe between this and the BMW iX, those are two the, probably the best electric cars you can get right now. Mm. Uh, the GV60 genesis is just great by the way i've heard lots of everything they do i think is spectacular yeah the g90 excellent sedan so this gv60 has about a range of 250 miles roughly it's good looking it's got a nice interior here's the thing it has this this little button called the boost mode it's on the steering wheel and like you press it it's almost like a instant turbo for an electric car. You're driving along, and you press boost, and it's like, Uh, and it just takes off. That's cool. Isn't that cool? How
1: much money on that one?
7: They're trying to make it fun. Uh, That one's $60,000, so that's a lot of money, but for an electric car, not so bad.
1: Yeah. All right, let's take a break. We're talking about Auto Trader's best new cars for 2023. There's a list of 11. We're about halfway through them. And if you go to fueledbyautotrader.com, you can win a chance to uh, you might be able to win a chance to get 250 bucks a month for fueling your EV or gas powered vehicle. We'll be right back. Well, if you want a chance to win some electricity or gasoline for your car for the next year from Autotrader.com, they want to promote their new best cars for 2023. Go to this website, fueledbyautotrader.com, and fill out the information there. Check out all the new best cars at uh, autotrader.com. Brian Moody, executive editor, is going through the list right now. And, Brian, we've got a, kind of a short segment on this one, but I want to get through that list of 11. What do you have next? Yeah, so uh, the next two are actually two Hondas. So we kind of have a
7: rule that we don't want more than two-ish cars on the list of any one brand. Because, honestly, if you didn't make that limitation every year, it would be a list of Fords, Chevys, Hondas, and Toyotas. I mean, that's just, that's just the truth of it. Yeah, so Those cars are usually pretty good. We also don't want to have a list of all challenger variants right rt oh look look, one of the cars here oh demon oh also i mean because those cars are so good that if you didn't limit it to a certain number per brand you'd end up having a whole list of like oh look this is the challenger brian what a wonderful
1: wonderful problem to have that the cars are just so good (laughs) you know what i mean (laughs) that's true for for once in our lives out of all the years we've been doing this what a problem to
7: have. go ahead I know, but we do it because we think people don't shop by it. They shop, they want diversity, they want choices. So the next yeah. two cars on the list are Hondas, the Honda Civic Type R. Ooh. Another car you can get a manual transmission with 315 horsepower with a six-speed manual. That's pretty fun. Uh, the next one is the CRV. It's not you know it's pretty normal. It's a normal car. Right. And we like it. It's a good small SUV. It's the Hyundai Palisade, mid-size three-row crossover SUV. Excellent family-friendly car, priced at about $36,000. The Kia Sportage is a car that we like quite a bit, and you can get it as gas, hybrid, or plug-in hybrid. Smart on them. Ooh. Also, the Nissan Z is on this list. Great performance car for about forty grand. twin turbo V6, 400 horsepower, and again, available with a manual transmission. Yeah. And then the last two are two Toyotas. The first one is the Corolla GR. This one is a blast to drive. It's a high-performance version of the Corolla with all-wheel drive and a six-speed manual. I want you to guess what the last one is on the list, because I don't think you're ever going to. I wouldn't have guessed it either, but here we are. O- What's
1: number 11? M-G. It's, it's a an, Toyota. Is it a Toyota? The Camry.
7: It is, but what model? The Camry. No.
1: Oh. What? No. What?
7: Prius. Prius? <laughs> Why the Prius, you're asking? I can tell. I can tell by your laughing tone, sir. I'll have you know. Sorry. Uh, This new Prius. Is actually quite good looking. I
1: saw that. It's I not saw a picture. Car that looks dorky. Yeah, no, they really impre- You know, Toyota. I got to give them props. The yeah. last five years of their cars, they have upped their game. It used to be that Toyotas were so dependable, uh-huh. and they but they were like a toaster and a refrigerator. They were appliances. Now right. they've actually added styling. Good for you, Toyota. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, good-looking
7: car. Not only is it better-looking compared to the previous one, it's actually a good-looking car in its own right. Right. Sharp-looking, nice wheels, good colors, nice interior, more fun to drive. And now, on the highway, close to 60 miles per gallon. I mean, that's the thing is, when we're talking about electric cars, why aren't we also talking about what hybrids could do 30 years from
1: now? Trust me, I get it. The only thing that really makes me wonder here is, the Hyundai Palisade and the Kia Telluride on that kind of the same platform. This is the first time I've heard yeah. a Palisade win over a Telluride. So that's pretty cool. Um, all right. Let me, uh, for your sake, autotrader.com. You can find the best new cars for 2023. There's 11 of them. We went through the list, but there's all the information on those cars on the website. And then also, if you want a chance to win 250 bucks a month for a year worth of EV or gas fuel, Um fueled by autotrader.com brian moody's with us there's one more segment with him Uh, go fill that out maybe you win 250 bucks a month to fuel your gas or electric vehicle we'll be right back stay with us
3: Tensioned business owners, 3,076 businesses are shutting their doors. Every single day, there are three things holding you back from doubling your sales in the next 12 months. They are number one, the great resignation. 47 million Americans voluntarily left their job last year. Your staff are harder to find than ever before. Number two, the clutter factor. 3.8 billion social media pages are competing for the attention of your prospects. No wonder they aren't listening to your marketing efforts. Number three, the death of the salesman. 97% of your prospects feel salespeople are too pushy today. Hello, I'm Amanda Holmes. I've just released an updated version of my father's cult classic book, The Ultimate Sales Machine. If you'd like to double your sales in the next 12 months, download a free chapter of the book at ultimatesalesmachine.com forward slash book. Our clients call it the chapter that changes lives. Get your proven roadmap to doubling sales at ultimatesalesmachine.com forward slash book.
1: Well, you're listening to The Drive all across America. I'm Alan Taylor. Our show is brought to you in part by Subaru. Love, it's what makes a Subaru a Subaru. Brian Moody joining us from autotrader.com. So I guess we're partially sponsored. <laughs> little, little boogie wonderland i hear in the back oh yeah earth. earth wind and fire i i picked it out myself it was i just felt kind of like a Love it. oh i shouldn't do that i don't know the word so uh anyway <laughs> Brian, <laughs> um you said you wanted to talk about how mercedes is kind of uh doing away with some wagons and things what's going on over there
7: yes sir so it looks like they are sort of revamping their entire portfolio of cars It looks like, and Mercedes-Benz is a big company, by the way. They have a lot of models. So it's something to keep in mind for people listening when you hear about automakers making these big announcements or that kind of thing. So when you hear something like blank company is now going all electric, okay, that's fine, that's fine. But there's a dramatically big difference between, say, a company like Volvo or Infiniti or someone like that making a big change versus Ford, Toyota, or General Motors, or Mercedes-Benz, or Volkswagen that has, you know, multiple makes in multiple countries with multiple body styles and multiple platforms. Right. So this just gives you an idea how big this is. Mercedes-Benz supposedly has 33 body styles right now. Oh my gosh. And that's just, you know, their lineup. And only 14 of those are going to make it through. Oh, so a wow. lot of the wagons and coupes are going to go away.
1: Yeah. Wow, man. That's like uh whew. I know. That's I that's far more than I thought that they were going to kill off. I guess that's not a nice way of saying it. But so think of it uh, this way. Here's oh. what we're
7: losing. C class and E class cars will lose their two door and convertible models.
4: Wow. The CLS
7: will go away. And eventually the AMG GT will go away. Those are decent cars that I think, you know, some people like. Now maybe the the issue here is they just don't sell well.
1: Yeah, yeah hold and on, hold on, true, hold on one could, second. Hold on, hold I on. I can see why. No, wait a minute. Hold, hold, hang on. Hello, oh, hello, hi. Oh, it's Craig Jackson, by the way. Yeah, he did just say AMG GT. Yeah, I know. Put it, put it in the catalog. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. Bye. Th- thanks, Craig. Bye. Yeah. What that means, I'm only playing, but that means that those cars are now collectors. If they're stopping to make them. They're already, I think they're already kind of collectors anyway, but the AMG GT, are you kidding me? Wow. That's wild. I know. (laughs) So, I mean, does it make
7: sense that we don't need a C-class coupe? Okay. Eh,
1: Yeah. Well, the numbers don't lie. The numbers don't lie because that's what this is all based on, isn't it? You
7: know?
1: It's all math. Yep. It's all math. Wow. The sales. They're not
7: dumb. It's the same with warranties. It's the same with anything. They know how long a car will last before it starts to have a failure that will cost them money. This isn't just Mercedes-Benz, this is any company. So when they offer you a 100,000-mile warranty, they know you're either not going to keep it that long or that if it does fail, it's not going to cost them that much. And the same with these cars. They know that discontinuing something, you know, it's one of those things where, like, I don't know about your kids, but my kids would always ask me stuff like, why did they discontinue that? Why did that band break up? Why did they discontinue that TV series? Why did they stop making? Usually the answer is the same, money. There's no, uh, oh, well, for the good of mankind, we're going to keep making this amazing grand touring AMG Mercedes Benz. No, it's all money. That's the end of it. Money. It's, Do you feel you know, inspired? Did I inspire you with that little no,
1: speech? No, no. <laughs> Actually, the car industry, <laughs> you know what? I'm so glad that I'm not at that level that I get, just get to sit back and pontificate about what I like and don't like. And, right. Because those are hard right. decisions, those that they have to make to cut. Yeah, I mean, true. you're kidding me? There were 33 different models, and they're going to cut them down to 14. Holy mackerel. That's a massive cut right. for Mercedes-Benz. And it's a global brand. so some of them may be consolidated, too. And, you know, whenever you consolidate
7: platforms, you end up with cars that feel similar. And I think that's one of the criticisms of electric cars is that sometimes they feel very similar because in order to make it pay, you have to take one platform and make it into several different vehicles.
1: Yeah, Wow. I feel sorry for a lot of the folks that uh, are in the Mercedes-Benz uh, um, industry, the car industry that work for Mercedes-Benz, because some of their beloved machines are being uh, being yeah. done away with. Well, Brian. Uh,
7: and it could just be, honestly, that people don't want two-door cars anymore. That well, could be a reality. Look no, at how I many SUVs used to be two-doors, yeah. and those kind of all went away, replaced by four-door versions. So I, no, I think you're, don't want that.
1: I think you're right. And again, the numbers don't lie. All right. Once again, just in case yeah. you want to go and see what's going on with the best new cars for 2023, Autotrader.com, and uh, for the promotion to get people to go there, they're offering 250 bucks a month for EV fuel or gas uh, fueled by Autotrader.com. Go see if you can win that, Brian. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. Yep. All right. The drive, and uh, we'll see you next week, everybody. I can't even... This message comes to you from our sponsor, Subaru, and their first SUV of its kind, the all-new, all-electric, 2023 Solterra, built to help protect the environment so it can be explored. It's the first electric vehicle to feature the legendary standard capability of symmetrical all-wheel drive to take you to places traditional electric vehicles can't reach. Love is now electric. Learn more at Subaru.com slash Solterra.